0: Report The sports report of the side of college basketball and the NFL and baseball. With college basketball, one seed alive. Chances of whom wins a Big 12 tournament Baylor or Kansas. Assembly to me, if Kansas wins, they will get the number one seed. If Baylor wins, they will get the number one seed. Kansas wins 83 67. Ochea leads all scorers. With 22, KU looking good, and KU looking like they may be the team to win the Big 12 tournament. It would be the best matchup would be Baylor and Kansas for the best game on Saturday. Baylor OU will tip tonight at 6. Iowa State, number 14, will play Texas Tech. Tip is at 6, 830. And tomorrow, Texas will play Kansas. And the winner of tonight's games, OU and Baylor, Iowa State and Texas Tech, the winner of those games will play each other. So if Iowa State wins, they'll play either Baylor or Oklahoma. If Texas Tech wins, they'll play Baylor or Oklahoma. That game will tip off tomorrow at eight thirty. Depending on what time the game gets over. Every time a game gets every time a game gets over, they have twenty minutes to re, to restart the next game. Missouri lost to LSU today, 73-65. We will see how much Missouri really cares about basketball. If they do, they will fire Konzo Martin. If Missouri still thinks basketball is important, they will fire Kanza Martin. Number one, Auburn to the SEC with two buys. Semifinals, number eight, Texas A&M will play Auburn at noon. Number four, Arkansas will play LSU at two. Two-seeded. Tennessee will play South Carolina or Mississippi State, which t- tips at six. Number three, Kentucky will play either number six, seeded six, Alabama, and seeded 11, Vanderbilt. These are the seedings, not the ratings. This is Sam Vaughn for Sam's Sports Report. Today's date is March 10th. 2022.
1: Hello and welcome to Little Learners. If you've seen many of my previous videos, you'll know that I am a big fan of fine motor activities. In this video, I'm going to show you a few more. If you want to know exactly what fine motor skills are, you can watch my last video called what are gross motor and fine motor skills but for now let's take a look at some really simple fine motor activities you can do with your children in the comfort of your own home. So the first activity I'm going to show you involves pom-poms, clothes pegs, and any kind of small container. I've got some colorful pegs here that are slightly different sizes because depending on a child's ability, they may need a slightly bigger peg to complete this activity. If you don't have pom-poms to use, you can just use balls of cotton wool. So here I'm showing you the different grips that children might use to be able to do this activity. So they might use their fingers in a more pincer-like action, or they may use their fist in a fist grip which is perfectly normal. A fist grip is much easier to do, so you can expect children to start off with that grip. So this activity is involving squeezing and releasing. So children need to be able to squeeze the peg to open it, release to hold onto a pom-pom, and then squeeze again to release the pom-pom into the container. You can also make this a little bit trickier by flipping the clothes peg upside down and reversing the action. So for this, children need to be able to squeeze the peg and keep it squeezed so that they can hold on to the pom-pom before they want to let it go in the container. This gives you more of a tweezer-like action, which is a bit trickier, and something that you can progress onto once children have got the hang of this activity using pegs in the regular way. This next activity involves some of my favourite resources, stickers. Believe it or not, stickers are a fantastic way to refine those fine motor skills because stickers require peeling them off of a backing or peeling the backing off of them if they have their own backing and placing them in the right place. So for this, I'm using some glittery heart stickers because who doesn't love one of those? You can get the child to set up this activity or you can set it up for them. So to set it up, I'm just using four different colored stickers and placing them in each quarter of the piece of paper. Then I'm just dividing my paper into quarters, no straight lines necessary here, wiggly ones will do just fine. Now the child needs to treat this as a color matching activity, but of course they're using their fine motor skills to peel off those stickers and place them down in the right area. Gold hearts go next to the gold heart, pink hearts go next to the pink heart and so on. And of course at the end they're left with a piece of paper of lovely glittery stickers and who doesn't love that? This third activity involves some straws and some so-called coloured matchsticks, although of course they aren't real matchsticks. I've got some jumbo straws here which are just a bit wider than regular straws and what I'm going to do with this activity is feed through or thread through my matchsticks. So I select a matchstick. And using some hand-eye coordination and some concentration, find where I need to hold the matchstick so that I can push it inside my straw and watch it slide out of the end. You can mix this up a bit by using some regular straws with your jumbo straws rather than the matchsticks. And push your regular straw through your jumbo straw. You can even trap it inside. If you use a lighter-colored jumbo straw and a dark-colored regular straw, you'll be able to see the straw trapped inside much more easily. Children love being able to see the straw inside moving end to end and then Alert letting from it calendar. Slide out. Moving back to our color you can make a kind of rocket launcher with these. So, place them at the end, hit them, and watch them shoot out of the other end. This is so much fun, and children just love repeating this again and again. You can even add in a countdown. Three, two, one, blast off. The last activity I want to show you is a threading activity. I've got a piece of green card here that I've already cut up into a square. Of course, you can use any color you like. I've got a hole punch, and I've got some regular string. I need to make some holes around the outside of my square. Of course, this requires quite a strong grip, so you may want to set this up for your child first. Or, depending on their ability, they might be able to do the holes themselves, even if they do need a little bit of help from you. Once you've got the holes set up around the edge of your square, you can cut off a piece of string. To make sure the string doesn't fall out when children are threading it through, just make sure you've tied it through the very first hole. thread the string through the holes in any way they like. They can follow the holes in order or they can go across diagonally, revisit holes, they can do whatever they like, create whatever design or pattern they like. Once children reach the last hole and they're finished, just make sure that you either tape down the last bit of string or tie it off to make sure that their masterpiece stays in place. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please give this video a thumbs up. It really helps out my channel. Let me know in the comments below if you have any requests for future videos. I'm really enjoying looking through your requests and I will definitely try to make those videos that you think will be helpful and useful to you. If you want to see more videos like this, be sure to hit the subscribe button. And if you're already subscribed, you can click on the bell icon to make sure you get a notification every time I post a new video. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you next time.
0: For learning disability of the week. Again, this is Sam Vaughn for Sam's Sports Report and Sam's Learning Disability Day. Fine motor skills refer to the coordination of between your ch- child's small muscles like those, their hands, wrists, and fingers. I hope you enjoyed that video and hopefully it explains it a little more. In coordination with their eyes, fine motor skills involve small muscles, the hands, your feet kicking a ball they also may want to involve strength and fine motor skills dexterity these skills can also be important for school activities as well weakness in the fine motor skills can affect a child eat right allegedly i.e me you've never seen more stand in your life they say something about computers can be hard for them to use, but use computers as much as you need to, as typing for me is better than my handwriting. Dressing and grooming, I can remember that when I was younger. Dressing, putting my clothes on, I guess, was hard, but I never had time for time grooming, taking showers, and like that. Uh, one to two years old, at, at 18 months old, a baby can in, interest in different shapes and do toys as well as stack two or three cups they also should be able to feed themselves a toddler usually can copy a vertical line i don't think i'm still able to do that spoon and stack of sticks they also begin to learn how to dress themselves during that period of time at third birthday most children are learning how to make circles as well as copy Horizontal lines, they also are mist- mastering drinking from an open cup as well as using a fork or spoon. Kids their age also can undress themselves as well as move their socks. To be honest, I'm not even sure I'm old enough to use a fork and spoon anyways at my age of my life anyways. I also want to do a demonstration on tying shoes and doing a horizontal line. We'll go over there to do that and then we'll come back to the green screen. This shoe can be very hard for some people and I didn't learn it until I was eight years old, but here is something that I want to show you. I'm sorry for the camera angle, but this is the best way we can do it. Okay, so I do it differently. Some people think it's easier to do the the bunny ears. So bunny ears, I can't even really do, but you do it like this and then you pull it through here. And see, I'm gonna miss. But if you can get it, first I'll get your shoe all the way up like this, if you can. And then, if you can see my shoe, um, if you pull it underneath, and then you loop it. That's the one I like to do. This is the bunny ears. Every time I do this, I fail. But here's the two ears, and then that's, that's the goal of the bunny one. Now, as Big Daddy said, I like to do the loop, swoop, and pull. So here's that one. And it is better, but the shoe lies too long. So if you go like that. And then you go like, see, I'm not very good at it either, but you go like this and you go like that. And then if you can take the string and maybe put it through the loop one more time, that might help. But that's that. And then I want to show you drawing a horizontal line. So this is what a vertical line, so this is a horizontal line. I, obviously, I honestly had to go look these up. This is a uh, vertical line. This is also a vertical line here, But this one can get tougher. And as more of the space that goes down, it will get tougher. You can see that one as it wasn't as good. Um, but my writing here's a tip of my writing has. It says I went to the store to buy toothpaste. See the writing's not very good there. That's in lead why I would type